Hello and welcome to the Green Business Podcast, a show about climate entrepreneurs and their exciting businesses. I am your host Bharti for these weekly conversations about scaling up a climate-driven business. My guest today is Shreyans Kokra from Canvaloop Fibers. Canvaloop is a material science company transforming agri-waste to textile fibers. Its fibers are used in a wide variety of garments, including shirts, jeans, pillow covers, and carpets. Shreyans grew up in Surat, the textile hub of India, where his family owned a textile mill. He studied entrepreneurship at Babson Graduate School of Business, USA, and it was during his business school days that he thought about sustainable textiles. He worked on the technology to create fibers from hemp a wheat commonly grown in the US. Later in 2017, when he returned to India, Canveloop was incorporated as a company. Today, its products are sold to a number of international brands such as Levi's and Gap. Additionally, Canveloop also offers its own sustainable brand of jeans under the name Slow Jeans. Thank you, Shreyans, for making time today. Welcome. Thank you, Bharti, for having me. Great to be here. Uh, Shreyas, Canveloop is a lovely name. Uh, it reminds me yeah. of colorful hula hoops. You know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so tell us the story behind this name. Okay. So the word Canveloop actually comes from two words, right? Canvas and loop. Canvas is the first fabric ever made, right? So canvas is mm. for ships. uh sailing were the first fabric ever made and incidentally they were uh, the word canvas itself is derived from the word cannabis hmm. uh meaning that the first canvases were made from hemp, hemp. and loop signifies uh circularity closing uh the loop of nature right uh so apart from the hemp agro residue we use all local agriculture residues such as banana pineapple uh also as part of our raw materials right so mm-hmm. that denotes closing the nature's loop by utilizing waste so that's how the word actually comes into the picture yeah so so th- thank you and that's wonderful now i have a very basic fundamental question uh, yes. so don't we already have cotton which is natural and we are global market leaders in that why do we need alternate fibers uh so cotton currently it has around 25% market share in terms of global fiber consumption hmm. right but uh, cotton itself is a very uh, what you can say water and carbon intensive crop to cultivate and process hmm. for example it takes up to 10000 liters of water to cultivate and process 1 kg of cotton which will eventually be converted into a pair of clothing such say a denim and a pair of shirts right hmm. so that's a very high water footprint and on top of that right it generally requires a lot of insecticides and pesticides to grow as well like by a lot of estimates around 11% of the whole pesticide and insecticide consumption of the globe goes for cultivation of cotton right so this makes it an entirely uh, highly carbon intensive crop mm. and uh, we wanted to find alternate solutions which are also natural right uh, to 
present the world with a more sustainable raw material for the fashion world hmm get it get it so uh, so hemp and other uh, fibers that you use which is pineapple and banana uh, they are Correct. far lower in terms of their water and chemical footprint uh see we are technically using agriculture waste right, right. so after the hemp uh, plant has been used for its leaves cbd and all other medicinal purposes we use the agri residue similarly with banana right we do not use the uh, fruit right after the fruit has been plucked up the waste that lies on the field that is the stem is our raw material right so we are technically using a zero what you can say uh, zero input right the cost of growing or the energy and the water required to grow that crop has already been used to make the mm-hmm. final fruit or uh, the leaf right we using yeah. the agri waste so that makes our impact significantly lower right and uh, can these fibers scale so we have heard of banana fibers and few instances of people making garments from banana fibers but i haven't heard of it being done in a commercial sort of way so how are you solving the challenges of lack of scalability of alternate fibers uh this is where i think our uh, technology comes in right so uh, the technology actually first uh makes the fibers which are current infrastructure compatible right meaning that for example the banana fibers that we produce can be spun on existing cotton spinning systems and other uh, wool and worsted spinning systems as well right so that makes uh, because textile is a long value chain after spinning you have weaving then garmenting finishing embroidery everything right so to come up with a new fiber and then to make the whole value chain would be practically impossible right hmm. so whatever we produce are exceptionally plug and play for this like for comparison it's like coming out with an electric fuel which can run on old diesel engines yeah. right yeah. so this this is one way that uh, we we are tremendously scalable Mm-hmm. secondly right uh, the cost of production right people would not really want uh, something to be dramatically more expensive just because it is sustainable mm-hmm. and thirdly right when people and other companies have made attempts to come up with alternate fibers right uh, the consumer is often uh, left behind right because no one thinks how the consumer will feel after wearing that piece of garment right mm-hmm. we as humans are accustomed to a specific kind of texture softness when we wear a piece of garment right so our technology comes up with fibers that are soft and texturally uh, very pleasing on the skin right so the final consumer will not feel that he is wearing an inferior piece of clothing or he is wearing something that is made out of agriculture waste mm-hmm. okay got it so so these fibers are uh, infrastructure agnostic Uh, so they can yes. be spun on any machine and they would feel just like the way cotton does right yes not exactly the way cotton does but as soft and uh, there will slightly be a difference in texture because it's another material so somewhere say between a cotton and a linen clothing hmm okay and these fiber obviously have their advantage in terms of lower carbon footprints but uh, you know because it is a niche i am assuming it is not for masses 
कैन इट ग्रो टू अ लार्ज मार्केट कैन यू टॉक अबाउट स्पेसिफिक एप्लीकेशन वेर दिस कैन बी द फाइबर ऑफ चॉइस एंड गेन मार्केट एक्सेप्टेंस फर्स्टली राइट दिस इज एक्सट्रीमली स्केलेबल फॉर एग्जाम्पल जस्ट इन साउथ गुजरात विच इज अ स्मॉल कल्टिवेटर ऑफ बनाना राइट वी कैन गेट अप टू हंड्रेड थाउजेंड टर्म्स ऑफ फाइबर फ्रॉम द एग्री वेस्ट ऑफ बनाना दैट कल्टिवेटेड एवरी ईयर राइट सो वेन यू वेन वी टेक इन मल्टीपल क्रॉप फ्रॉम मल्टीपल रीजन्स राइट द टोटल अमाउंट ऑफ वेस्ट दैट कैन बी कलेक्टेड that can be diverted from burning and low value uses to high end uses is tremendous right hmm. so it's extremely scalable in that niche right and then every fiber that we produce would have a certain uh, functional advantage over cotton or synthetics for example the hemp fibers right are they are naturally weather regulating right so if hmm. you wear say a piece of denim made out of hemp uh, which is hemp rich you you will feel cool in the summers and hot in the winters right mm-hmm. and you potentially can wear that piece of denim for 10 12 times without washing because mm-hmm. it's naturally odor free and naturally sweat resistant right so we are not something that's imparted through our process right it's because the plant itself presents those qualities and we try and preserve those uh, during our process so those those prevent uh, present a very high uh, or you can say functional qualities so uh i think it, these fibers would eventually be used for all major fashion applications right uh currently the major applications that we have are in the sphere of uh, home furnishings and denims right hmm. but slowly we are also moving to shirting women's wear knitwear right uh so uh, everywhere where cotton and synthetics are used eventually these fibers we believe will be used okay and when people are making garments from your fibers are they mixing it with some you know, are, yes. are can these fibers be be mixed with cotton or or any other uh, fiber like we have mixed garments also no yeah yeah so yeah uh, very precisely correct right so all of these fibers would need to be blended with uh, traditional fibers in a certain percentage right to come out with uh something that's commercially viable and also uh what you can say favorable to the consumer right mm-hmm. so we generally have a uh, blend with organic cotton or recycled polyester or bamboo viscose or tencel right so we generally do blend uh, our fibers with uh, these fibers right in ratios ranging from 30% to 55% so we are definitely blendable and we also as a company recommend uh, blending right so we we want to take baby steps to a bigger transformation rather than telling a person to shift completely yeah. from their existing fibers yeah yeah okay and uh, shares coming back to your business model so i understand yeah. that you are a fiber manufacturer so are you Correct. a largely b2b company and do you make these fibers yourself or do you provide technology to Uh, you know to farmers or to small businesses to make these fibers uh so i'll just break this down into four components right hmm. first is the uh, agriculture waste collection right? right for which we have uh, contracts from large farmers and also we form our own farmer clusters meaning right we make a group of 8 to 10 farmers which have lo- holdings in a concentrated area and provide them the basic training and basic infrastructure like 
uh, cutting the waste and packing the waste in a certain manner right uh, this this comes with the part of agri waste collection hmm. second is the process uh, that we do in house that's where the magic happens right <laughs> so we have a production facility uh, located in surat gujarat right where we transform this agriculture waste into textile grade fibers uh from the fibers right we also have a partnership with leading companies uh such as bombay m company and mahan international to make yarns right so this happens through a partnership uh in uh, salem right uh through bombay m company and mahan international so we make hemp blend uh agri waste blended yarns here as well and then we have our uh brand of jeans called slow right which is more of a showcase to the world about the possibilities of using agriculture waste as uh, a fashion material right mm-hmm. so yes primarily to answer your question we are primarily a fiber company right but we also make yarns for easier adoption of these uh, agri waste into the fashion ecosystem and have a d2c brand as a showcase of the possibilities okay and now i want to circle back to the sustainability aspect so you your major raw material is hemp i agree there is pineapple and banana also but yes, considering yes. that hemp is not locally grown and it is imported and it has carbon yes. footprints on account of its travel um, uh, is it still uh, more sustainable than cotton or any other crop yes definitely right so even though we are completely agree uh, there is some amount of uh, greenhouse gas emissions when we import our raw material right but uh, overall when you look at uh, from a total energy consumption total water consumption point of view right we're still consuming uh, 76% less energy and still consuming 99% less cotton or less water than traditional cotton and synthetics so yeah uh, international supply chain does have some greenhouse emissions but we are still far more sustainable than the traditional alternatives hmm. and secondly we are uh, as i mentioned right working very hard on the cluster development fronts trying to source agriculture waste from india right uh, we are very hopeful before the paddy burning season arrives <laughs> in october november right we would be having a fully uh, commercial solution for uh, sourcing those uh, the paddy waste and converting into uh, textile grade fibers so yes so over time right even though uh, we are still 76% more energy efficient uh, uh, with a more local supply chain we'll reach higher numbers yeah okay it's interesting that you talk about you know using paddy and uh, and can yeah. you uh, can you you know help us understand what kind of value addition uh, happens when you are converting it into fiber vis-a-vis any other usage of that uh, you know paddy waste uh see, no i'll not specifically focus on paddy waste but generally uh, agro waste of this kind uh, would be used either as biomass or yeah. some uh, low value uses such as animal feed right uh so that would fetch a farmer very low prices probably in the range of 3 to 5 rupees a uh, mm. kilogram right mm. while uh, if uh, when we train them we try and work with them right uh, the what you can say we the farmers income uh, drastically improves to 
about uh, i would even say in some cases increases by uh, about 10 times right uh, just because he is able to sort uh, the waste and uh, put it to high value uses by selling it to us so uh, yes so up to 10 times incremental uh, income for the farmers by selling that aggregate Hmm. yeah so that's that's significant that's real really huge and uh, uh, lastly shayans i want to talk about slow jeans that canvaloop is famous for what are slow jeans yeah. and where can we buy them okay hmm. so slow is also uh, i'll just touch upon why the name <laughs> comes from right so it's it's the opposite of fast fashion right uh we we want the pieces of the brand is to make uh clothing right uh that lasts potentially forever right which can be handed down to generations for and uh, they would not go out of style and they would not uh basically wear off uh, every time you wash uh, a slow jeans it will just get better for you and your skin so that's the thesis of our brand uh currently we just make a couple of uh jeans which are hemp rich so a 55% uh hemp loop plus which is our proprietary fiber derived from hemp biomass and uh 45% organic cotton launching like this this heat wave has actually inspired us to launch a super lightweight hemp t-shirt right probably uh, you will be able to buy those as well in the next 20 days uh but currently yes you can log on to canvaloop.com and buy our jeans which are made out of the himal wild growing hemp in the himalayas okay wonderful and uh, lastly shayans uh, where are you in your journey now and what are next 6 months looking like uh so we are at a very uh, great space at the moment right uh what uh, is typically known as a growth phase in the startups right uh since our commercial launch in 2020 right the last two quarters we have seen great growth being associated with major fashion brands such as target uh, goodfellas levis right so this is the time when we are expanding currently we are moving to a larger facility uh from a 20 ton monthly production to around 50 ton monthly production all right um Yeah, so the next six months are going to be rapid growth phase. Uh, we've just barely scratching the surface, mm-hmm. right? Not even zero point zero 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 one percent of the total uh, sustainable fiber consumption. So there is a long way to go, and uh, we are going to get there. Yeah. Okay. And when you get there, please also make your jeans available every day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah. they would be they would be if not our jeans itself right you will probably have all hemp the jeans. fashion brands yeah. having yeah. yeah hemp jeans banana jeans right everything <laughs> that is possible okay, okay. Yes. yeah thank you shayans for this uh, lovely conversation and wishing you and your team all the best thank you bhadri thank you so much thank you for listening to the green business podcast This show is brought to you by Fine Train, an advisory firm that supports green businesses in fundraising. You can read more on us on finetrain.com. Thanks again and see you next time.